Welcome to the Pure Flix Podcast, a show brought to you by PureFlix.com. PureFlix.com, the faith, family, and fun video streaming service. Get ready for uplifting news, scripture, movie reviews, and interviews with some of your favorite actors, authors, and pastors. Let's get started. Hey, what's going on? It's Billy Hollowell, and welcome to the Pure Flix podcast. I'm excited to be here this week with another edition of our show, leading you into the weekend. And today, we're actually going to be having one of my friends on. He's an actor you know from Hercules, God's Not Dead, and a ton of other films and TV shows. His name is Kevin Sorbo. So, we'll be bringing Kevin Sorbo on in a bit. But before we do that, I wanted to share one of the stories we have over on the Pure Flix Insider. If you don't know the Insider, that is our blog at PureFlix, and you can actually find it at insider.pureflix.com. We cover all sorts of content. We've got news, prayer and faith, Bible verse lists, devotionals, um, you know, information on movies and TV shows that are hitting the PureFlix platform, um, education content, and so much more. Now, one of the news stories we covered, and this is, you know, full disclosure, this is actually about a good friend of mine. His name is John Seidel. I used to work with John Seidel, and I got to tell you his story because what he is doing, you know, is, is just incredible. John has decided that he is going to do something totally selfless, totally faith-driven, that he is going to donate one of his kidneys to a stranger in need. And we have this story. You can watch uh, the interview and the discussion, rather, between John and the man he's donating his kidney to, and you can see why he's doing this. But John cares for people. He loves people, and he's a Christian, and so he's motivated by his faith. And I often look at my life, and I look at the things I'm doing, and I wonder, am I doing enough? Am I really showing that love others component of the love God, love others? And so when I see a story like this, where John has gone out of his way to to get in shape, lose weight, do the things he needs to do to give a kidney, okay, to somebody he doesn't know, I am incredibly inspired. And what is so moving about this is that John is giving it to this man named Ken Cook, and, and Ken has gone through so much. He has um, had amputations and dealt with diabetes and last year really struggled and is desperately in need of this kidney. And John is coming in and just giving him this gift of life. And I could not be prouder to call John a friend, um, but I also couldn't be prouder to have a chance to tell that story. And so I'd encourage you all to head over to insider.pureflix.com and see what both John and Ken have to say. It's a very emotional story, and both men um, get emotional talking about it. You can, you can watch them discuss it over at insider.pureflix.com. We also have a number of other stories you want to check out. It's obviously October, and um, October is a big month for you know Halloween, and that's a holiday that there are lots of different viewpoints on. Um, but one of the things that I wanted to do is put together a list of, of films about angels and spiritual warfare and faith, things that can focus us in the right direction on Jesus. And so we've got a list of four TV shows about angels, demons, and faith worth streaming. And so you can check that list out and get some inspiration. We've also got a list of Christian football movies, right? You can check those out on pureflix.com. We have it on The Insider and so much more. So check out The Insider. It's a great daily resource for inspiration and information on entertainment. Now, having said all of that, we are actually ready 
to bring our guest on here. And our guest is Kevin Sorbo. Again, you know him from God's Not Dead and Hercules and lots of other amazing projects. So with no further ado, let's welcome Kevin Sorbo to the Pure Flix podcast. Well, I am joined today by my friend, Kevin Sorbo. How you doing? I'm doing great. Good to see you again, sir. Good to see you. So you have been, I mean, I don't even know. I, I would guess the word is busy, insanely busy. You have had documentaries, films, and more than one, I think, what, three or four projects going on right now? Yeah, I mean, it's it's been, I mean, I'm kind of create my own busyness. I can't sit around too much. I know COVID has put some things on hold. I mean, I had two movies ready to go, one in May and one in June. I mean, in uh, July, COVID hit, funders freak, panic, they pulled out. Who knows if we're going to do them again next year or ever? I mean, that's what happens, you know. It's, it's hard enough to raise money for these independent movies, as you know, the way it is. But to compete against Hollywood's $300 million movies. But uh, and I do a lot of speaking events, all of them canceled. Uh, Hercules and Andromeda do a lot of Comic Cons, all of those canceled. So, you know, this has yeah. affected all of us. Doesn't matter what you do for a living, we all get affected by this. But I've kept myself sort of going with stuff. I got a surprise call out of nowhere. Um, I did a pilot two, two years ago, a half hour comedy, and we got picked up for eight episodes. So I live in Florida now, but I flew back to LA and we shot eight episodes this summer. And uh, they'll probably be out in January. It's called The Pot Wins. It's sort of like a last man standing. Tim Allen show meets Family Ties, uh, Michael J. Fox's old series. So it's pretty fun because it's you get both sides of a political issue and they both pretty much bash each other and point the ridiculousness of everything <laughs> going on in the world right now. And it's, it's it was very entertaining to be part of that. And I've got uh, I've got uh, a number of documentaries that are out there. One is Before the Wrath. Uh, Climate Hustle 2 just came out. Uh, uh, Against the Tide is another one I did that's coming out in November. I know we're going to talk about that. Um, I've got three movies done in the can. They were supposed to be be done in the can. Do you sleep? I mean, like. I get my four hours in. I get my four hours. But because of COVID, everything got pushed to, you know, next year. We got to wait till more theaters open up right now. Just there's not enough theaters for the independent movies to fight the big blockbusters that Hollywood had to wait so long to put out. Yeah. And that, yeah, that's a huge issue. And I think people don't, people don't realize that it is fascinating. I've had my busiest year ever too. And I think a lot of people didn't, I, it ended up being busy for me though. It was a different kind of busy, but Mm -hmm. um, it's crazy. And so you look at the way the world has changed. And one of the things that's interesting to me is I think people are really receptive right now to faith, you know, because I think there are a lot of people who are trying to figure out what is going on? What is happening? Maybe they don't have the worldview. And so a couple of your projects really stood out to me. The first one, Against the Tide, and mm-hmm. uh, the subtitle of it is Finding God in the Age of Science. So you teamed up with Oxford professor John Lennox, and you guys basically, like, you went around the world, and, and you were looking to sort of see how history and science come together to prove scripture, right? Um John is a brilliant guy. I've, I've certainly heard of him. He's one of the, I mean, he was a retired math professor at Oxford. He holds like five doctorates. He speaks like six languages. Um, and they contacted me, Stephen Huff, who financed this whole thing. Uh, they contacted me and said, John, would love you to be part of this. So I spent three weeks in Oxford with him last year and two weeks in Israel, which was my first time ever going to Israel. Wow. And it was incredible. I mean, it, the, I, I think the biggest thing that holds Christian back, and I'm just as much to blame, is our our lack of, of uh, confidence, maybe, when we are, are approached by people that want to sit there and, and look at the science of God. And apologetics is a way to battle that. And John does it in such a, an, an amazing, 
way of giving you amazing bullet points. This comes out November 19th. It's a Fathom event. I believe around 700 screens. So they should go They should go to um, the website, againstthetide.movie, and give you all the information you need to see the trailer. But uh, I learned so much from John. It was it was incredible because a lot of my friends, and as you know, as people do this, they go, well, science proves God doesn't exist. And I go, well, then prove it to me. And they can't do it any better than anybody else. So Right, um, right. Can't. I mean, I love that they just throw science out there. Well, it's science. And I go, no, it's really, I mean, you know. Can I, I ask you a question about that, though? Because it's like that. Sure. And I know your your wife, Sam, has has also written on this and brilliantly. You know, when I look at when I look at science, science to me explains and I'm not a scientist, but the human body, the way that trees and plants operate, all of it points to an order. Right. So like, if you're going to say oh, yeah. science proves there's no God to me, that seems insane because it proves order. Right. Yeah, there's no question. I mean, I always, you know, and and I, and I remember one time I was talking to a guy about this and it just sort of hit me. I said, well, we're standing in, you know, outside of this beautiful building. Who built the building? Well, somebody built it. I go, yeah. So there you go. I just don't believe, I just don't believe you can get something from nothing. Now call me crazy. Right. It, well, it's uh, insane. It's insane. Call God whatever you want, but there's something that had to start all this. Can I explain it fully? No, I probably can't. One day I'll probably understand. Oh, I believe when I go when I go to heaven, knock on wood. And um, you know, it's uh, it's it's really crazy. It's like that line that in God's Not Dead, the movie I did, when the student says, "Why do you get so angry about something you don't believe in?" And I've always loved that line because it's so true. I I, I see the biggest anger coming from people like atheists. And when you watch this documentary, you see John, who's a, a very smart, a very intelligent. He's a bit he 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 destroys these people like. Dawkins and Hitchens, very famous, you know, atheists with with uh, kindness and love and just let's have a chat. And you see these people just get so frustrated. And John just sits there and smiles and has a kind of the Winnie the Pooh kind of voice about him. And it just it's wonderful. And uh, to be able to walk through Israel with him, um, I got to go to places that tourists never get to go to. In fact, I got to throw this out there. I actually stood on the balcony where Pilate said, which of these two people you want me to crucify? Wow. And as the crowd below screamed Jesus, and I got to stand, I got goosebumps telling this because um, the guy that brought me up there on this little tiny elevator holds like two people. He didn't even get out. He says, he says, I can't go out there. We're not allowed to. And I got wow. to stand up. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It so was pretty that, I mean, that's incredible. What, what for you, and I don't want you to spoil anything, but you said you learned a lot. What was the most surprising thing for you? Maybe it's a fact, a detail, or just something broader that you experienced kind of going through this process with him and filming. Um, I, I think more than anything, it's just, it's John's way of how he answers any kind of questions. Cause these questions would have been pretty, if I had questions for, they probably been far more simple. You know, we had, we had uh, Ian Morris is one who directed this and produced it. And uh, he wrote the questions for me to ask. And a lot of times I'd sit there and go, how do I say that one again? I mean, I had to go back and look at things. <laughs> so I said, this is, you know, I went to college, you know, to play sports and, you know, go meet girls, you know, <laughs> college, so, so it, it was, it was just interesting to see how John reacts to anything um, that I would say, because he's all, he's just set to go. It's not that he has to look at any books or things that he's so well schooled and so well, you know, versed on answering anything that anybody from the street can walk up to him. This, this was kind of interesting that I wasn't prepared for. I didn't think about it, but I think about the movies that have been like, what if God's not dead, soul surfer, let there be light, things like that. When I get there to Israel, 
I was like a rock star and I wasn't ready for that because people from China and Poland and Russia and America and Canada and Mexico all came up to me because they know me from those movies. It wasn't Hercules or Andromeda. It was those movies because all these people are on their own pilgrimage, right? They're there to, to, to follow in the footsteps of Jesus. And they're coming to me and asking me for photos. And I was like, finally, one guy walks up to, goes right by me and goes up to John, this guy from Michigan. And he says, Mr. Lennox, I'm such a fan. He says, listen to this stuff. And then John looks at me and goes, see, Kevin, I'm famous too. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's amazing though, to see that impact, right? Because that to me is like a fun legacy to have, obviously pointing people toward Jesus and then going somewhere and not expecting that people all over the world are coming there to experience Jesus. And they're seeing you and, and seeing you as a person who's helped bring those stories um, you know, a faith to them. That's pretty incredible. Well, you know, it's in, it, I, after a while, I said, oh, of course it makes sense. But I, I'm going there, I wasn't on the plane going, gee, I wonder if I'm going to be famous in Israel. I didn't, didn't even enter my mind. So it took me off guard. But it shows you the power of television and movies. It shows mm -hmm. you what it can do around the globe. And what you are doing and what, you know, Sam is doing and what, you know, Pureflix and others are doing is starting to combat combat that by having this content there and it's it's incredibly important i love the documentary style too because there aren't enough of these documentaries no. that dive into this and here you guys are out there and you're doing this i have to ask you this and and you can feel free to speak about this as long as you need to it's sort of right. a loaded question but what for you just kind of backtracking into your faith like what for you was the thing that convinced you to become a Christian? Like, was there a moment? Was it a journey? What was that for you? Yeah, I grew up, uh, I grew up in a little town of Minnesota, um, typical Scandinavian Norwegian kids. So Lutheran was our, you know, was, was our church, St. John's Lutheran Church. We went all the time. When I got to my teenage years, we had uh, Wednesday night for the teens with mm -hmm. our youth pastor. And then Sunday, of course, I went to church. Um, so it's always been with me, but something that certainly sticks out in my mind um, was when I was 13 years old, we did a, uh, we went to see Billy Graham speak and they had a, they had a national headquarters based in the Minneapolis, St. Paul area for years. And uh, it, had a, it was on the St. Paul fairgrounds and there had to be, I think it was 200,000 people. It was unbelievable. And it was a hot August night. Cause yes, in Minnesota, we get hot and humid too. Okay. Um, the full moon was out and I was just moved to go up there and meet with one of his volunteers after he, he finished speaking. And he had, I don't know, hundreds of volunteers because it's a big group. And I sat down in the grass with this guy. We weren't praying anything. We're just talking. We're just hanging out talking. Um, he was really cool. And all of a sudden, a hand went on my head. And I turned around, and there was Billy Graham. And he had, like, you know, security with him. But I, I, I remember looking up, and the full moon was directly by his head. So I had this glow. It was like, oh, this whole little organ. halo going on over his head. Yeah. <laughs> and it just always stuck with me. And I wrote that in a, um, in a, in a story in, in the 100 uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul. The only hardcover book they ever did was 101 Stories of Billy Graham. Otherwise, they never did a hardcover book. Well, Billy Graham, when he was still with us, read that story. And the people from Billy Graham, the publicity team, called me up and said, "Mr. Uh, the, you know, Reverend Graham would love you to go around the country to uh, promote the book." Wow. I was completely angry. It blew my mind. I was like, "Yeah," you know. So in a wow. heartbeat. And just this past weekend, I was in Washington D.C. and had dinner with uh, Franklin Graham and Ben Carson at an event just before they did the the march. I was there for the return speaking. Uh, they had, I don't know. I think they said a, a worldwide streaming audience of well over 300 million, which just is unbelievable. 
See, that's uh, the thing. People are people are craving this right now. They don't even realize yeah. they're craving it because of what has gone on with COVID and with just the chaos of the election. Yeah. And, you know, I think people really are looking to something bigger. And it's an amazing opportunity right now to be doing what you do. People are looking for something in the streaming services. I think there's a lot of atheists, even agnostics out there that are going online now because they don't want to feel pressured to walk into a church. They think all these Jesus people are going to freak them out. So they're going online looking for something. With that said, there's another film that you have before the wrath that you, you are narrating that film. And I, I just watched the trailer and I actually can't wait to watch it. It's got thousands of reviews, very positive reviews, um, which is amazing to see. It's done very well. I know on Amazon, uh, but but tell me a little bit about that one. It's done very well. I mean, it opened as the number one documentary on Amazon for three straight weeks. It is now the number one Christian movie out there, and um, on on streaming and DVD. And it's it is on the Book of Revelation. And it's it, it's I love what the mix what Brent Miller and his team did. He directed this thing. They brought me in to be the narrator of it. Um, I was honored to be part of this. What, what they did is show, um, they have actors from 2000, you know, they do the 2000 years ago during the time of Christ, but it deals with a wedding. And it deals with the wedding of, with, with mankind in God and mankind in Jesus and Jesus coming back when the time is right to have the wedding actually take place. I don't want to say too much about it, but you're, it's a mixture of that with a mixture of scholars, um, philosophers, uh, you know, pastors, all talking about what the Bible meant by the second coming of, of, of Christ. So. It's uh, it's incredible, and it's done so well. And I'm honored to be with this group next year. We're going to do. I'll, I'll be on camera, but also narrating the next one. We're going to do one on the disciples, which I'm very excited about because I don't think I don't think there's enough on the disciples. And I actually have a script um, dealing with the disciples that I want to make sure with one day we can make into a movie. So uh, any any investors out there, let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Well, I love that because I I actually agree with you. There's so many moments, and the thing about the the disciples that I find most fascinating are the moments where they failed or where they didn't live up, like where, where we yeah. can relate, where we're like, oh, wow, they weren't these perfect guys. They didn't even understand what was in front of them when Jesus was there half the time. They weren't really getting it. And so I feel like there's so many stories there that need to be told that we just, gla and you know, I just, I wrote a book about evil and I was looking a lot yeah. at evil and it was the first time I ever looked, like when you take the Bible and you actually look at something specific, it opens your mind to all different things you never realized were even there. And you've just read it over and over, but not really connected it. And so with that, I can't wait to see that project because I think there's so much there that you could do, honestly. That's it's, uh, I hope people check it out. They Go to beforetherath.com. So beforetherath.com, you can see a trailer, you get information on how to pick it up. And uh, it's it's doing very well. I mean, it's incredible. People are using it in churches as as a teaching tool for, for the kids and adults as well. And it was, um, it was just neat. A lot of people think the disciples, you know, you see all these, the, the, the paintings of them, these elderly men, they were kids. A lot of them were teenagers. They weren't, they weren't 75 year old men following Jesus around. Uh, and, and you're right. They're imperfect, just like we're imperfect. And, uh, the stuff that they had to see was just unbelievable. And I got to mention that uh, after my Israel trip, I went back six months later with my wife. We sponsored a trip into Israel. We took 50 people with us and we did walking in the footsteps with Jesus. And I got to see more things there that I didn't get to see the first trip around a well. So it was amazing. I hope Israel, please open up your country again soon. People need to go and, and check this out. But I have another documentary we'll talk about down the road, but I'm going to leave next spring to Israel. We're going to go through Jordan into Israel, but, uh, in Jordan, they believe they've just found the uh, very first synagogue. So we're doing a documentary on that. 
the things they are going to find, right? And that's the thing that's so crazy. They haven't even started scratching the surface because archaeology, that's really, I mean, you think about 1948 to where we are now, it's just starting to kick up and the things they're discovering continue to back up the Bible. It's fa it's fascinating. Well, I'm, I'm going to overload your, your viewers again here then. Uh, check out um, Proof of Evidence, Patterns of Evidence, Exodus. Tim Mahoney yes. spent 10 years. I narrated that one. Tim Mahoney's a fellow Minnesota guy. He spent 10 years in Egypt and archaeological uh, archaeological digs to prove that the uh, exodus actually did happen and it's so every time, and you know it is i mean every time you prove something that that the bible talks about cuz non-believers believe it's a myth they just go oh darn you know they do that they do the howard the, the homer simpson <laughs> oh you know so it's like they, it, to me it's it's a wonderful thing to be able to show that this is no myth guys this was this was real history and uh it, it's great to see. And I love documentaries. So check that one out too. Patterns of Evidence Exodus. Well, listen, I appreciate your time. We're having you back again very, very soon to talk about some of your other projects. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to keep juggling. And I appreciate what you do as well. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. Did you know you can access thousands of entertaining and inspiring faith and family-friendly TV shows, movies, and original series? It's simple. Just log on to pureflix.com right now to start your free trial. From kids' content to some of the most uplifting films, we've got your entire family covered. Sign up today. Welcome back to the Pure Flix podcast. We are rounding out to the end of the show. That was Kevin Sorbo. Really interesting story, just kind of hearing his faith journey as a kid. And that Billy Graham story, I had never heard that. I loved hearing that. What a cool opportunity to meet Billy Graham. And then to reconnect. I, I always enjoy those full circle stories, right? You know, years later to write about that experience as a 13-year-old and to have Billy Graham read it and notice it and then, you know, be like, hey, come and promote this book. Come and hang out on tour. And, you know, it's just cool. It's cool to see those kinds of stories. And so if you want more... And this is just a little foray into uh, the Pureflix Insider. If you want more inspiring stories, head over to insider.pureflix.com. And I want to close out with a Bible verse. I think, um, you know, we're just dealing with so many crazy things right now in our culture. And so the verse that I'm looking at right now is 1 Peter 5, 8 through 9. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him standing firm in the faith because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. And just looking at life and looking at chaos and remembering that no matter what happens, be alert, be of sober mind, and that we need to cling to Jesus. That is how we confront the world around us. That is how we get through the difficult times. And so that's 1 Peter 5, 8 through 9. Put it down in a note card. Put it in front of you. Reflect on it. Pray over it. And I will see you guys next week for another episode of the Pure Flix podcast. One last note before I go, make sure you head over to pureflix.com. Get a free trial. Try out the service. You'll get thousands of TV shows, movies, and original series. And we'll see you next week. 
That's all for today's podcast. You can follow Pure Flix on Facebook at facebook.com slash pureflix and on Twitter at pureflix. And be sure to log on today to pureflix.com for thousands of faith and family-friendly movies and TV shows. Thanks for listening to the Pure Flix Podcast.